we're done paying the bills. Now back to Sports Call on Tiger Welcome back to Sports Call on a Thursday. I'm Brooks Shoulders, joined by Brent Daughtry and Barry Blanchard. If you missed any of the show today, make sure you go back and listen to it on the Sports Call podcast. You can get that podcast wherever you get your podcast, including Google Play. If you've got an Android phone, you use the Google Play store quite a bit. we got a link to our Google Play app, I guess, whatever it is. It's an app. It's an app on our Twitter feed right now at Sports Call AU. So go out there and uh, check that out if you have not yet. You've got the uh, got the Androids. I used to be an Android guy, but uh, I switched over to the iPhone a couple years ago. I, I think I could go back, but I don't. I, I wouldn't want to push it. I was thinking about it myself too, um, just so I could have my Game Boy emulator back. Mm. Uh, that's, <laughs> that was just be the only reason I missed that every. You can day. do that on like a computer now, though. Yeah, but. My phone. It's everywhere. That's fair. That's fair. As we get ready to go back to the Auburn Bank phone line, it's time for to bring on one of our great friends, guests of the program. Brian Matthews from Auburn Rivals now joins us on the Auburn Bank phone line. Always love to catch up with him and talk all things Auburn sports. Brian, how are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing pretty good. Always good to check in with you guys. Brian, I uh, want to dive right in with a lot, a lot of Auburn stuff going on right now. I want to talk a little bit about uh, recruiting. The first thing that um, I want to come up with recruiting-wise, we'll go to football because that's what everyone wants to talk about football recruiting-wise when you look at the portal. Auburn football moments ago officially announced that Dazlin Worsham officially signed, his, uh, signed at Auburn. What are your thoughts on Auburn going out and getting Worsham from Miami, and what do you think the type of impact he's going to have with the Tigers? Well, I think it's um, I think it's a pretty good pickup in that uh, you know he has uh, four years of eligibility left. Uh, he's coming from a major uh, college football program, so he has that experience. Uh, and, you know, he's got some potential, I think, athletically to be a good receiver at Auburn. But on the other hand, um, I, he doesn't um, you know he hasn't really played uh, college football the last two years. He's, he's dealt with injuries. And, uh, you know, he's not a guy that's going to step in right away and be a, a one or a two. That's kind of, I think, what Auburn needs. So, you know, and I don't know if that, that guy's out there for Auburn right now or not. But, um, you know, I think it's good to get somebody in. But, you know, probably for the receiver position, they probably need a little bit more if they're going to really uh, compete at a high level next year. Yeah, that, that follows me up with my next question. You kind of mentioned it there. Do you know if there's anybody else that the, the Tigers are chasing right now, either at the wide receiver position or at that uh, very coveted offensive line position? Do you know if there's anybody that the Tigers are chasing? I see. Uh, you know, there were some guys out there. I think the Matt Landers kid from Toledo. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I miss. Uh, I think he's still available. I think that's a guy that Auburn showed some interest in. Uh, for whatever reason, I think that the Washington kid from Texas um, – Maybe he had a, some great issues or something that would transfer, but I'm not sure Auburn's uh, still involved with him there. Uh, offensive line-wise, um, I've heard a few names, but um, it's just going to be difficult to get any offensive linemen in when you have 15 or you have 15 scholarship players returning, you know, with over 100 starts between them. That's just not a, a recipe to bring in a guy from the transfer portal. 
now I, I think next year um, you know uh, they'll have that opportunity to do that and bring in some really good players uh, but this year it just seems like a, a tough sled in there I think behind wide receiver I think edge is the most important position and then they need a safety and they need some more depth in the defensive line now shifting over to basketball recruiting, we got a uh, notice today that five-star small forward Julian Phillips came down to Tennessee Auburn in the G League, turned down a G League contract, and turned down the Auburn Tigers and is signing at Tennessee. How big of a, a loss is this for the Tigers? And is there anybody? Uh, same question with football. Is there anybody else that Bruce Pearl is targeting right now? I don't know of anybody specifically, um, but I do think he will go after a wing, uh, either shooting guard or a three. Um, that's a good three-point shooter in the portal, and he's going to have uh, a lot of um, opportunities and a lot of uh, different guys to look at. Um, you know, they focused on Julian Phillips last couple weeks. Uh, I think they just missed him. I think um, you know Tennessee did a good job of, of maybe you know selling him the chance to go in there and sort of be the guy. Uh, where if he came to Auburn, he's sort of going to be with a bunch of other guys. So. I think, um, you know, he made the best decision for himself. But, yes, I would expect Auburn to definitely uh, look for some help there. I don't think they're in a position where they have to have one, but I think they'd like to have one, especially if they can find a really consistent, good three-point shooter to, to, to add to this, um, what, what to me looks like is going to be another championship contending roster. Brian, uh, looking at the Auburn basketball roster right now, as far as we all know, Auburn basketball is still under probation. They're still working on this. Part of that probation is the scholarship limit that they're working on. They still, over the next three years, have to have a year where they go down one scholarship. Do you think that they could take this year and just eat that scholarship loss and be done with that part of the probation, or do you think they're definitely going to add somebody else? Hmm, I thought they just had 12 scholarship players this year. Maybe I missed one. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think um, I don't think Auburn and most programs like Auburn are going to have many years where they have 13 scholarship players. I just don't think that's uh, viable um, when it comes to you know having that many players on on a roster who all want to play. It just doesn't work, even at a school like Auburn, which plays a lot of people. So yeah, I don't think uh, Bruce Pearl has a problem having 11 or 12 guys on scholarship. Um, you know, and, and we. We'll, I guess some still movement could happen on Auburn's roster with guys leaving, although you know that, that time has passed to get in the transfer portal and be eligible right away. But there are other ways to go about it, graduate transfers and getting waiver and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Bruce would be just fine with having 12 uh, guys on scholarship this year. Now we'll shift our attention over to the diamond sport for the Auburn Tigers. Auburn baseball, big series this weekend. Final home series of the regular season for the Tigers as they take on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Some pitching injuries to talk about for the Tigers. Blake Burkhalter's been kind of on the mend. Hayden Mullins is a guy that we may or may not see for the rest of the year. I know that the uh, media got to talk with Butch Thompson earlier this afternoon. What were any of the updates from him on some of the pitching staff woes? Yeah, Mullins is going to start uh, back throwing uh, again today to try to get, see if that arm can come back and allow him to uh, maybe throw uh, some relief um, innings, maybe a one-inning stint at a time. Certainly not this weekend, uh, but maybe um, going forward. If not, uh, they'll just go ahead and shut him down uh, and probably have to do some work on that uh, forearm here in the offseason. Uh, Blake Burkhalter uh, came back and pitched really well uh, Tuesday against Troy, and he's ready to go. Uh, so I think he's available for at least two games this weekend. Uh, Carson Skipper, uh, you know, I asked about him because he's he struggled a little bit lately, but um, they're just going to be careful with him and just use him uh, probably just for one stint this weekend unless 
you know, maybe he goes Friday and they really feel like they need to bring him back on Sunday. But I think they feel like some guys have really stepped up. Uh, Jordan Armstrong had a terrific outing. Chase Allstup has, has been really good lately. Um, who was the other one that pitched really well? Uh, this past, oh, uh, Carson uh, Swilling uh, pitched really well uh, last weekend, too. So uh, they feel like uh, having uh, those guys out has allowed some other guys to step up. So uh, they're going to go in these last two weekends with a little more depth in that bullpen. And then switching to the other side of things, and the, and the, uh, the plate side of things for the Tigers, uh, the bats still continue to look like they have for most of the year, very consistent. One bat that, although has gone a little bit quiet here in May, has been Sonny Deshera. Is he just in a slump right now, or do you think these teams are starting to, in the SEC are starting to figure out, figure out how to pitch to him? You know, that's a great question. I think um, part of it is every single opponent and pitcher they face has a plan for Sonny Deshera, right? So yeah. um, when you put up the numbers he is, that's just the way it's going to be. Uh, so it's made it tougher on him. And he's seen a lot less fastballs and a lot less, lot, lot less pitches in the zone, right? Uh, and, um, you know, he's striking out a lot more because of that, I think. So I, I just think the key for him is to uh, continue to be patient, uh, take the walk when they, they give it to you. Um, you know, they've had some guys step up behind him. Bobby Pierce, of course, is swinging the bat really well. Uh, Brooks Carlson has been swinging the bat better as the season goes on. So, um yeah, yeah, he's been struggling a little bit, but I think he's going to be fine. It's just a matter of him making that adjustment and staying patient. And a guy you just mentioned there when you were talking about Deshera stepping up behind him, uh, Bobby Pierce has really come on in the second half of this season with his bat and playing in the outfield. Talk a little bit about what, how much of an impact that's had on this baseball team. Uh, I would say tremendous. I think it's had an impact just on the field, right, his playing, but also just seeing a guy come back from double knee surgery and to do what he's done uh, this season and, and really go into the season with hardly any at-bats during practice. You know, he just had to sort of uh, build it up as he went along. Uh, so I think he's a great, um, just a great example to his teammates of what perseverance and hard work uh, can do for you because uh, that's exactly what it's done for him uh, so far this season. He's, he's been playing great. I think he's, he's probably second, maybe third on the team in um, home runs now, and that's with limited at-bats. Um, He's just uh, he's got a nice little power bat there behind Deshera and uh, does a great job of protecting him when they walk him. So I think he's done well. I think Auburn's lineup is pretty strong. You know, Nate LeBlue, as he's gotten more at bats, has, has uh, gotten better hitting. I'm not, you know, he's not batting 350, but he's definitely getting some uh, key hits and some key home runs at times. Um, and then uh, Blake Rambush has been extraordinary at the top of the lineup. He's, he's been uh, second to saying Deshera, really. Uh, as a great addition to this uh, lineup this season. Three games against Alabama this weekend, one against Samford next week up at the Hoover Mat, kind of an SEC tournament preview game for the Tigers, yep. and then three on the road at Kentucky to finish off the regular season. What do you think ultimately happens this weekend at Plainsman Park, and how do you think the Tigers finish the season going down the stretch? Well, I think they've got a great opportunity. They have not won um, more than 16 games uh, one time since 2010, and I think if they can win both series, uh, Alabama and Kentucky, uh, they can get those 17 wins in, in the SEC, and I think that'll sew up uh, uh, them hosting a regional, which would be day something they haven't done since 2010. Uh, so, I, you know, that's right there available for them if they can go out there and play. I don't think this is a team that just has to show up and uh, they're going to beat these teams. Uh, I think it's going to be two competitive series, and I was going to go out to, to go out there and play really well and, you know, win some close games as we've done all season. So uh, it's going to be a battle at the Park, and I think, um, you know, the fans showing up and, uh, being loud can definitely help this team uh, pull out a series win. 
He's Brian Matthews from Auburn Rivals. Brian, tell us what you and the guys over at Auburn Rivals have coming out for us here in the next few days. I appreciate that. We'll have uh, plenty of previews of um, uh, this weekend's baseball series. I'm writing that right now, as a matter of fact. And, um, uh, you know, all the games this weekend. And then, you know, we talked about recruiting earlier, but recruiting is really about to pick up here at the end of May and in June. Uh, they're going to be bringing a ton of kids in for official visits. A lot of these players are going to start making decisions. And, uh, you know, things are really going to start hopping on, on, on that uh, in that area. And, of course, the transfer portal is always busy, football and basketball. Uh, both squads are looking to add to their rosters here in the coming weeks. And then, Brian, of course, when JJ's not here, always got to finish out an interview talking about your team, Liverpool. Some <laughs> big matches coming up. you got a, a FA Cup match against Chelsea coming up this weekend. Finish yep. out the Premier League season. And then a big Champions League match at the end of the month. Are, are you going to be able to survive this? No, no. It, it about killed me when Liverpool drew against um, Tottenham uh, last week, so or earlier this week. But uh, uh, you know they are playing for another cup uh, Saturday, the FA Cup. Uh, they're in the finals of the Champions Champions League, which is a big one. And even though they're three points back in Man City, you know it's not over yet. You know Man City probably will not slip up, but in case they do, I think the goal will be there. So uh, it's been a great, great uh, season uh, for the Reds, and uh, they got a chance to finish really strong here in the next few weeks. Well, Brian, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll talk to you next time. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.